Silman Fusion. Beginning in five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff. TNG. Who? The longest-running geek-related podcast out there, Geek Stuff TNG. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, also, really. Who the hell are you? I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Um, I'm Spider-Man, then. I am the Senate. I am the Sandwich. I can handle things! I'm smart! It's not like everybody says! Like, dumb! I'm smart! And I want respect! They don't know what it's like running the sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that. He's making me cry. I'm Groot. I am Batman! I am West Coast Scott. Hey, Scott! Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev. Who the hell knows why talent does what they do? That's why they're talent. Me and Scott. Yeah. The real talent on the show. Oh, boy. I like to say. You're gonna need a bigger potion. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime. Why did you say that name? Punch it! that it's time for uh what was that what was that chess move uh netflix show with the with the redhead queen's gambit queen's gambit i think we're ready for king's gambit uh and it's got to be this uh this uh controversy with the uh chess grandmaster hans neiman did you hear this story hans neiman yeah i'm actually i was watching this story because the the news i absorb i absorb through youtube channels and there's a, a a content creator I watch who was going over this. He goes over really just general, wacky news, pop culture news. He kind of just hits all kind of just vague news, and I happen to like most of it. And he was talking about this really in depth. So I've been following the story for like legitimately a year now. <laughs> they, um, they they made fun of it, uh, or they parodied it on uh, this the new season of It's Always Sunny. Did they? Yeah. So I'm like, it's like it's it's definitely in the pop culture. <laughs> yeah. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Grand. Chess Grandmaster Hans Neiman um, was well, so the cell he. I guess if we go back a year, Hans Neiman, a chess grandmaster, defeated Magnus Carlsen, another chess grandmaster, in a chess match. It was very controversial because Magnus instantly accused him of cheating. 
for those who don't know also when you go into these matches they like bodies they basically strip search you with your clothes on they check every single nook and cranny they can just to make sure there's no way that you can cheat because i guess there's the the theory of cheating would be there's ai that are you know way better than a trust because it's it's artificial intelligence so it's just better than the average person who can make a mistake or not see something so the um idea is hans accused him of uh not hans uh magnus carlson accused hans neiman of cheating and the literal only logical way to prove he was cheating was well of course he had a butt plug that would vibrate and those vibrations would correspond to chest moves so now, how do you work out, okay, if I vibrate it this way or that way? Like, I mean, I, I just don't understand what, what kind of what code crazy him was, and his partner would have to have. It was a legitimate concern that, like, did they check his anus properly? <laughs> like, not, not they didn't say that, but it's like, did, did they make sure he didn't have the, the butt plug of doom that could vibrate the right frequency to win him the chess game? Because also, another thing about Hans Neiman, he had been accused of cheating by chess, chess.com. Where they do tournaments he had been banned from the website for cheating before so he had a history of cheating so then when magnus carlson lost i guess it was just like you're a cheater okay well it makes sense that the guy who's been accused of cheating and you know kicked off programs for cheating oh he cheated again and hans neiman countersued like magnus carlson chess.com and like everyone and they just settled i think like a week or two ago they settled everything out and now chess can be happy again uh, Hans Neiman, stay, everyone's settled. He is no longer banned from chess.com, so he can compete on chess.com again. And um, he beat the sex toy butt plug allegations. <laughs> so, he, so he still denies the, okay. So, but, still vehemently de denies that he ever butt plug cheated. So from now um, on, when you go to play chess in an official tournament, you have to bend over, strip naked, and cough to make sure that you got nothing. Uh, oh, yeah, it's going to be prison search there. now. <laughs> they are being courteous to you keep on your clothes. Now they're going to be like, all right, listen. They're just gonna they're just gonna play chess like naked. the sanctity to, of chess. They have to sit you there totally, totally yeah. naked and play and play chess. Yeah. Oh man. Here you get this loincloth to cover yourself <laughs> a little bit. That's. I mean, that's just a, that was a ridiculous story. But yeah, so they basically did the the, the same plot on It's Always Sunny and. Uh, but he really had the butt plug. Well, yeah, Danny. Yeah, they were they were cheating at chess. And Danny yeah. DeVito had had the the butt plug. It's so like every time, like he would go to make a move, he would just go Ooh! and then like make the move or whatever. Yeah, so it was it was pretty funny. But yeah, we were watching it, and and uh, Brittany didn't get it, and I'm like, oh, it's there, it's because of this story. So I had to tell her this story so that that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia would make sense. There you go. So all right, well, welcome welcome to uh, a butt plugless episode of Geek Stuff TNG. Uh, Big Kev is not with us here in the first half, but we do have a Hasbro report from Kev in the second half of the show. Let's do the social medias here. Uh, oh, I had to do the social medias on the, or I had to do something on the uh, on the Hasbro segment that was bad because Kev mentioned the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And you weren't there, and so it was bad. Uh, you can what, also... Oh, we, we hung in, we hung in, <laughs> we're looking for it real quick. <laughs> yeah, we, we can loop it. Is that what happened? Yeah. Uh, let's see. So if you want to support the show, follow us on uh, patreon.com slash geeksuptng 
a dollar a month, you get access to the show's private Discord. Uh, $3 a month, you get the early bird special and the prep sheet, so you get the show as soon as we're done recording it. $5 a month, it's the bonus round, so you get vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff on uh, the 1st and the 15th. Also, any bonus shows that we throw in there, like the sandwich shops and other things from time to time. And at $10 a month, you get to watch the show live as we record on Instagram Live when Kev is with us, using every art piece of technology that he has at his disposal. <laughs> All right, so we should do this. Geek Stuff, what's in the news? Well, the strike is still going on. It looks like uh, SAG after... So the writers like have a tentative agreement, and SAG may be getting closer to one. I heard somebody say that uh, the fact that everybody still got mad at Drew Barrymore for trying to do her show during the strike and called her a scab was proving to the studios that they don't have any sympathy in waiting it out, that people aren't going to stop caring and like side with the studios yeah so. i still don't think drew barrymore's a scab for that i feel that's not a scab thing to do because it's her own thing well, am i wrong i mean yeah but she was going to put on a show without writers so that's oh still yeah trying to make, yeah okay still trying fine. to make content i always so. forget those kind of shows have writers I mean, yeah, even though it's, yeah, it's that kind of show, but like, and Bill Maher was going to do it too, and, you know, everybody's just kind of like, he's a douche, so. He's a douche anyways, Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I feel feel like, I feel like there was a while where he seemed kind of interesting, but like, his, his shtick has gotten old, and I think he's more of a douche now, so. I've only ever thought of him as a douche. I never saw the point, I never saw the comedy of Bill Maher, Maher, whatever the fuck his name is, white guy Bill. Yeah. Uh, well, so what's next on the strike uh, is uh, for video game performers to get more money. So I've seen that. I've also seen, so, because the internet's horrible. Not horrible, but you know what I mean. AI, there have been people who have been taking voices from video games. They've been using AI to be like, okay, so Red Dead Redemption. I love the game. Uh, the main character is Arthur Morgan. So there's been Arthur Morgan doing, like, voices and stuff, like, They've been just taking that AI, and the the actor was like, listen, if you keep taking my fucking voice, I'll just quit, and then you'll get nothing. Because, like, they're not getting paid for that, so AI has really fucked um, the entertainment industry. Right, well, you remember last all week. All of the different angles of everything. Yeah, we, t- we talked about, uh, the like, the voice work, like, with audiobooks last week, that... You know, you don't yeah. need to pay somebody to read the book now. You can just get the AI to do it. But then, you know, is the a- whose voice is the AI going to sound like, right? Yeah. And, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, who's it's an a, issue. Who is, that's a fucking scab. Who's the scab who gives the right to their voice to the AI? <laughs> and let's, you know. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's do, let's do the box office real quick. So, uh, and I, only because I want to talk about uh, the Expendables 4. So, the None 2. The 4. What? None 2. Made eight point six million over the weekend, and then Expendables four made eight million over the weekend, coming in second. And then um, the like Haunting in Venice was six million, and I think Barbie Equalizer three was almost five million, and then Barbie was still at three. So Barbie's still hanging in there in the top five. Um, but I saw a review: Expendables four staggeringly stupid. <laughs> I mean, expend. I mean, have you watched any of the Expendables movies? The first two. I'm only seeing the third one. But I know I've seen the first two. Yeah, um, it's basically just 
old guys, right? It's all old yeah. action heroes. But, like, the first two I liked because it was, like, dumb old action heroes. And it's like, you know what? Like, it's still, like, dumb fun. Yeah. I remember the third one being, like, I definitely see, I did see the third one. I'm like, uh, I, you can't jump a shark in a movie that's about jumping the shark, but I feel like we jumped the shark still. <laughs> and now we're on the other side of the shark. Yeah. I think this article said, hey, Sylvester Stallone, um, Expendables movies are over. And he said, nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. So get ready for Expendables 5 late next year. So, like, it's like his last franchise at this point because he's out on Creed. Right. Uh, which is the, the Creed Rocky. Did, did Rocky die? With Rambo. Did Rocky die or did he just, he just went off into the sunset? So he just wasn't included in Creed 3. Okay. Like, like I, th- I don't know. Like, they, he I don't still exists. Saying in, he died. He exists in the universe. Just like, He's just not part of it. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Was he in? Also, he was in 2. He was in 1 and 2. He was in Creed. He was in Creed 2. Do you give a shit about a spoiler? No. So, like, at the end of the movie, he, like, goes and reconciles with his son. And there's a scene at the end of the movie when, like, Apollo, you know, Creed wins the fight. And he's like, come in the ring with me. He's like, nah, you go in the ring. It's your time now. And that's and in, a nice that's shot in two. of, like, so, yeah, that's, that's two. That's the, of Creed that's going into the ring and rocking you want to see his son. So it made sense to me that even if he is in the third movie, like, he's out. Yeah. Like, he's he's done. He's being grandpa, like, hanging out with his son. Oh, that's good. You know? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to move on. So, yeah. So he's done with Rocky. He's done with Rambo. What's Demolition Man? Demolition Man 2. I'd, I'd love a Demolition Man 2 with freaking uh, Wesley Snipes and... Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they um, can get the whole band back the together. What's the cop one? I am the law. Oh, Judge, well, they already rebooted Judge, Judge Dredd. Dredd. They already no, rebooted but if they do Judge, Bre- Judge Dredd 2 with the, the sequel to his Judge Dredd. Uh, yeah. Good. And then, yeah, no, this is the last like franchise for him. And then he's done, in theory. In theory. He's doing, I think he's still doing Tulsa King, which is something I want to watch. I heard that's good. Is, yeah, I heard that's good. Where is that? I I keep trying to figure out what that is. That's, is that on Paramount? Is Tulsa King, is it Paramount or Hulu? I don't know. Let me let me look it up. I will look it up. Because yeah, I want to watch that because I've heard really good things. Yeah, yeah, me too. I have heard. Paramount uh, Plus. It's Paramount Plus. All right. I don't want to pay for Paramount. I just, I just really got Amazon. So I don't really care about now. <laughs> I forget Paramount. I could watch The Offer. Because that was the one that was about to make in The Godfather, The Offer? Yeah, I think so. I could watch that, because that's on Paramount Plus, I'm pretty sure. You know what else you could watch on Paramount Plus? Star Trek. All the Star Treks. Every Star Trek. Oh, I'm not getting it, then, because then I have a reason to watch Star Trek. (laughs) Um, So did you you see the the Rick and Morty trailer? I did see the new trailer. So what do you think of the Um, voice? I like the voices. You could tell Rick's different, but Morty, you couldn't tell to me. I could not tell that was a new Morty. I could tell it was a new Rick, but I liked it. But and it wasn't it wasn't that different. Like I saw I saw kind of somebody did like a side by side. They would play you know old Rick yeah, and yeah. new Rick. And it, yeah. it's pretty darn close. I mean, it's not gonna it's not gonna change the show. I'm not you know I'm not. It's not gonna it's not gonna be noticeable moving forward. They don't need to address it at all. I don't think. No, and I think it's it's good. You know, especially with characters like this. You know, the voices are very iconic. So getting something that's so close, like I said, Morty was fucking seamless. If I knew no better, if I didn't know what happened, if I'm like showing my kid this in like 20 years, he won't know that they changed uh, Morty. He might notice Rick, but he might not even notice. Right. Yeah. And then did, did you see Bill Burr's movie, uh, the trailer for Old Dads? 
I saw a bit of the trailer. I didn't get to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I, th I just think that's going to be in my wheelhouse because I'm an old dad, so I'm going to have to watch that. But uh, is it a wheelhouse or soft focus being it's... an old dad? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. So let's do the let's do the Doctor Who news because I know Kev doesn't care. It, no. Do you not care about Doctor Who? There's a there's a Doctor Who sixtieth the the new season. You don't care about Doctor Who either, huh? No, I I think I told have I told the story about my Doctor Who experience. Oh yeah, because you had a friend that was weird about it. You made it weird. Hey, we would just talk about it. It wasn't even my friend. It was this kid in my math class. So I'm just too nice. And he would talk at me about it for hours. We had hour and a half long classes. So from start to finish, he's talking about it. And I wouldn't interact with him and like ask questions and care. But he was just excited to talk at someone about it. So, so I'm going to uh, recreate that right now. And I'm going to talk about Doctor Who for the next hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at how many Doctor Who uh, things I've got on the on the prep sheet here. So all I know is they're making magic cards for Doctor Who. Oh, that's right. And what? Oh, wait, so they're going to make Doctor Who magic cards, and then they're going to make Princess. They come Bride out like they come out like two months, two was weeks. It, I mean, and was it Princess Bride magic cards? Princess Bride magic cards. Um. So the the so the the Doctor Who ones are, are unique magic cards. Princess Bride ones are reskins of real cards, so like. So I want I want the Princess Bride ones. I want Ash vs. Evil Dead ones. Um, I'll see if I get them. So, are they are they going to be rare? Or are you just buy the pack? So or is these it, what, ones what are they ones you buy secret? direct from the company who okay. makes magic cards. So if I want them, I can get. You're them. not getting this in the store. Okay, but I can. But they're not going to be limited run. Where if I want them, I won't be able to get them. So these magic cards, like the Princess Bride ones, Ashley's Evil Dead ones, say it's like from April 24th to June 24th is your window to buy them. Uh, you could buy, in theory, I think like a limit of five, but you have a, a set window you can buy them. And it's like 40, 20 to 40 bucks usually. Well, will I get all of them? You get the whole, you get all of them. You get the whole thing. Okay. So for like 20 to 40 bucks, I can get all the Doctor Who magic cards. I can get all the Princess Bride magic cards. So, the Doctor Who ones are going to be different. Oh, okay. The Princess Bride ones will be forty bucks. The Doctor Who ones are an entire deck of cards, like a hundred different cards, and there's four decks. And each deck is like forty bucks. That's like hundred and sixty bucks <laughs> if you want all the Doctor Who cards. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, I, I think I'm out. I mean, I'm I'm not touching them. I refuse. Like Princess, I'm, like when I'm, I saw Princess Bride, I'm like, oh, I might buy my first Magic uh, card, yeah. you know? But I I don't know. And then. So then you said also an Ash versus Evil Dead? Ash versus Evil Dead. You have Ash, you have his girlfriend after she gets turned. Um, what else? There's some other stuff. Oh, that's they're they're bringing that to uh, Hulu for Halloween so you can watch Ash, Ash versus Evil Dead on Hulu this ho Ew. Halloween so if you haven't ever seen it with yeah. friend of the show Bruce Campbell. There you go. No, Magic has been doing a lot of like cross IP. Like there's a dinosaur set coming out and they immediately said, "Oh, you know what we're going to do?" Jurassic Park. So there is a Jeff Goldblum card now in Magic the Gathering. This is uh, like it's the it's the Funko Pop of collectible card games or deck yeah. builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They've done 40k. They've done Godzilla. They're doing uh, Jurassic Park, Princess Bride, Ashes Evil Dead, Walking Dead. They're doing it all. Stranger Things. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Street it's just Fighter. it's just like just just like the uh, like the reskins of of board games too, right? Like I mean, oh, I've yeah. got 
I've got over there, I've got the Firefly. Shit. <laughs> you did that to yourself. Take I did. Love, take my land. Take me where I cannot stand. I don't care. I'm still free. You can't take the sky from me. Take me out to the black. Tell them I ain't coming back. Burn the land and all the sea. You can't take the sky from me. Anyway, version of Clue, and, you know, there's like, there's a Dungeons and Dragons version of Clue and Dungeons and Dragons uh, Monopoly, you know, like any board game, like they just reskin them with different themes. Yes. And so it's like, it seems like Magic's like, yeah, this is something we can do just to sell more cards, right? I mean, that's all they want to do is sell more cards, and it sounds yes. like they've got a a wash, rinse, and repeat uh, system that's going to work for them. So, all right. Well, let's get back to Doctor Who, my favorite. Actually, yeah. I am I am well behind on Doctor Who, but I've been seeing a lot of people saying, if you let it go, you need to catch up and get ready because it's going to be good for the 60th anniversary. Are we on the new Doctor yet? Uh, no, it's getting it's getting very close. So, so just the the quick recap, right? Russell T Davies brought it back with Chris Eccleston for the ninth Doctor. Followed up by David Tennant, the tenth Doctor. So it was Russell T Davies. And then he left, and it was the um, the Sherlock guy, Moffat, for a while, Stephen Moffat. Mm -hmm. And then it was somebody else that did. And 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 it just the the latest Doctor, Jodie Whittaker, just it didn't it didn't hit with fans. People didn't didn't care for it. I don't think it was Jodie Whittaker's fault. I think the writing kind of fell off, and it was so bad that they were considering canceling the show. And so Russell T Davies says, "Well, I'll come back and do it again." So this is a guy that revived it and made it what it is, you know, like really did this big revival of Doctor Who. So he's going to come back in, and then somehow in the Doctor Who lore, they're going to bring back David Tennant again for a couple of episodes, like for the Christmas special. And then it's going to transfer to the new Doctor, which I've learned how to pronounce his name. Apparently it's Shuti Gatwa. It's spelled mm -hmm. N-C-U-T-I, but it's pronounced Shuti Gatwa. That's how I've heard people saying it, so hopefully I'm saying that right. Uh, again, Vicious Smith will probably... Give me a hard time in the comments that I never pronounce things right. Whatever I think it should be pronounced is probably the wrong way, and that's probably true. Um, but so, yeah, so he's going to be the new Doctor, and he looks really good. It looks like it's, it just looks like it's going to, like, really pick back up. So, again, there's just a ton of articles that I've been seeing lately. David Tennant coming back, 60th anniversary special. Uh, Shuti Gatwa is going to be fantastic as the Doctor. Everybody's really thrilled with it. Um, they're bringing back a character named the Toymaker, uh, it's going to be played by Neil Patrick Harris. Um, so just, I'm not going to drone on too much about it. If you were into Doctor Who uh, and let it go, come back and pick it back up before the 60th uh, anniversary special which and, and the Christmas special this year. And uh, yeah, I've got, I've got two, I'm two Doctors behind. So I've got Peter Capaldi and Jodie Whittaker to watch if I'm going to catch up. And I feel like if I'm going to do that, I might as well go back to the beginning and start with Chris, Chris Eccleston, David Tennant, and uh, 
um, Matt Smith. It's a good show. I mean, I like it. If you like, if you like British comedy, which I do, and if you like time travel, which I do, it's got both of those things. If you don't like British stuff, then you might not like it. No comment. You're, you're, you're doing the same thing that you did with your friend. You just no no reaction. Okay. Nope. No, he nope. wasn't your friend. He was some guy it's, in the class. It's just it's. I don't like British comedies that much. Like I I like some British comedy movies, but I think I only like the one the Cornetto trilogy. The what trilogy? Cornetto. I don't know what that is. I like Hot Fuzz and oh, Shaun okay. of the Dead, and there's a name for all their movies. Okay. It's like the that's it's the Cornetto trilogy. But, yeah, but that's I mean yeah that's a well, you got two things going on there though right you got British yeah. comedy but you got Edgar Wright direction yeah right so yeah. like there's a there's also very i mean he, his style is awesome and that's gonna that's gonna really like bring up the level of whatever it is especially if there's some action involved right exactly. so th- those yeah. are those are british comedy with action i think yeah so but i mean i could see though why those would stand out because what's the differentiating factor from british comedy is edgar wright's direction yeah all right oh uh, yeah it's just the brits aren't funny to me there, I said. British, there's never been a funny British person ever in the history of the world. Nope, never. All right. Well, all right. Let's move on to celebrity news then. Uh, Lizzo accepts a humanitarian honor. Oh, also was hit with a second lawsuit. There you go. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I mean, we'll never know the full story on that. I think even if it gets hashed out somewhere, we'll never know the full story. Yeah, and then let's see. Martin Scorsese, uh, he, he says that uh, movies directors like Christopher Nolan are the cure for the comic book. Like, Chris, like Scorsese doesn't like the comic book movies. Well, like, like he was brought like so as a guy who probably grew up when they were like for nerds, he just carried that mentality for childish nerds. He just can't say that, or he doesn't or doesn't know to say that, and just be out with it. Yeah. I mean, that's probably that's probably his beef. Like I said, is that you know, my kid brother watched this crib. But you know, I, I I don't think that just because comic book movies exist doesn't mean Scorsese movies don't exist. You know, and you and you know what, a lot of comic book movie fans like Scorsese movies. You know, so he shouldn't knock it. Like a film fans, a film fan, you don't have to say, oh, my art's better than your art. It's different art, right? And yeah. some, some art is more serious and some art is more playful or whatever. But, I mean, I don't know. I just I feel like he doesn't need to – it's not – I mean, I guess it is a competition because you're competing for people's dollars at the box office. But – It's really it's, – it, he's turning into a dick measuring contest when there's no point to it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, so speaking of dicks, Chevy Chase uh, is basically talking shit about the folks on Community. I mean, he said the show wasn't and funny enough. No one for on him. that show likes him. No, I don't know. Everybody. That, I mean, I don't think anybody in Hollywood likes him. I mean, he's got he's probably one of the worst reputations of, yeah. of being just like hard to work with, horrible person. Yeah. I mean, he's no, made a lot of funny it, shit, but he isn't doesn't seem to be a nice person at all. Yeah, from what I, from what I heard. Um, let's see, and then you know Bruce Willis. His wife said that he doesn't. It's not even clear if he knows what's going on. You know, he doesn't understand his, his oh. Alzheimer's. It's sad. I mean, you know, I know he that had sucks. he had a little bit of a attitude problem too, but you know, again, I, he made a lot of a lot of content that I liked. I you know, I'm so I'm sad to see him uh going through that. Yeah, no, seriously. 
you know, because it's not like you get a retirement out of him. You know what I mean? The guy just kind of has to step aside and you don't see him stepping back into it, you know? I mean, yeah, from what I hear, like he was working, even in the early stages of it, like he was working doing shitty movies to make money for his family, uh, you know, with like an earpiece in where they were like just literally like telling the lines and he would just say the lines. So, yeah, like because he couldn't remember scripts anymore. But, you know, I mean, again, lots of people have, have like, I mean, I don't know if, if he probably, probably isn't hurting for money, but he'll take bad roles to make more money so that his family has something when he's gone kind of thing. Oh, yeah. You know, and then I know, like, like Nicolas Cage is the same way. Like, he's made some bad movies, but he's made some great movies, too. You know, he just kind of, he just likes to work. Um, he's going to be in, what is that? It's the new A24 movie, uh, Dream Scenario. He's going to be in, um, he's, he's in a, he was at Cannes with a psychological thriller called The Surfer. I mean, he works a lot, man. Um, yes. But yeah, he lost a lot of money in the real estate crash, so he had to take some some shitty roles. I saw that Renfield on the plane last week. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see that at all? No, I know it existed. Never, I didn't see it though. I mean, it was it was, you know, it was amusing. I mean, it's not it's not like a movie I would have gone to the theater to see. But yeah, on, on the plane, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll I'll watch this. But I mean, Nicolas Cage as his bringing his over the top style to playing a character, an over the top character like Dracula was fun mm -hmm. i mean yeah so i did i did enjoy that it was it was decent there you go all right what let's move over to the crime blotter uh i guess is there there's something what does shia labeouf do is it what is shia labeouf accused of doing i didn't even hear of anything it's, it's who is fka twigs i don't even know who this is oh it's an abuse lawsuit yeah sexual battery trial and so it is pushed till November now. No, it's put, postponed to 2024 now. So I guess we'll find out what happened in, in that trial sometime next year. And then more and more people are coming out with stories and allegations against uh, Russell Brand. He hasn't been arrested yeah. yet, though, right? I think, he's, I, think, I think next is Russell Brand gets arrested. Yeah. You know, it'll be... I mean, I mean, like Kevin Spacey, though, right? A bunch of stuff came out. Eventually he got arrested. Well, you know, he, he was acquitted. So, you know, we'll see what happens with Russell Brand. People um, die. They don't make it to... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that did happen. Witnesses just uh, got unalived, and then that's what happened. So, all right. What else we got here? Um, you said you got Amazon Prime. Did you get the version with uh, commercials? Because they're going to be adding commercials to it. I don't think so. <laughs> I hope not. I'll, I'll find out when I start seeing commercials. What is it? It's like, like freebie. All of a sudden, commercials freebie. come in much louder oh. than the rest of the stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you're watching Tombstone, suddenly it's the harshest cut commercial just in the middle of a scene. Or it's like at the end of a scene, but before the natural fade to black. It's like right before that. Yeah. They hard cut in a commercial, then they hard cut back in. So you get the tail end of a, of a, of a scene and then fade to black and then the next scene. <laughs> Which is like the worst transition because it's like, I feel like I missed something somehow, even though I know I didn't. Right. Yeah. It, it just it just throws you off. Um, but over on Am so they're going to be adding commercials to Amazon Prime, and then uh, Robert Kirkman talking about Invincible. He says he wants to do seven or eight seasons should be enough to cover the entire comic. <laughs> Bless you. Uh yeah. It depends if they're longer. If they're longer episodes, maybe. 
I think he needs. I, I think eight nine. I think literally one more is good. <laughs> yeah, I, I also saw uh, uh, it was a TikTok, and it was like Netflix going, "Hey, One Piece, yeah, that that did you really good. Everybody's really liking the first season. Um, you think you could wrap that up in like three seasons?" And the guy's like, "What? What? No, when I pitched this to you, I literally told you there were a thousand episodes, and that this needs to go on forever." They're like, "Yeah." But if you could wrap it up in like three seasons, that would be great. And he's like, "Do do you want me to get killed? They'll kill me. The fans will literally kill me." <laughs> so, it, like I said, if they just say we're gonna end it after the first, the first major arc finishes at like a hundred and twenty episodes, it's a lot of episodes. Um, but they've done like thirty ish, so like they do a couple seasons to get that far. That's fine. I'll be satisfied there. I don't think they have to go the whole way because. They'd have to recast, so yeah. it's not going to be good. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, let's do some other network stuff in the first half here. So, Stars canceled Heels. So, Stephen Amell's uh, follow up to Arrow. Um, I canceled Heels. Damn, scab Stephen Amell. Well, he, he didn't really cross well, big he, lines. He, he, he just was talked scabbing shit. for that show. Yeah, that's right. He was talking, and then, well, now his show got canceled. Uh, they also canceled what Run the World and Blind Spotting and whatever. So, Stars is getting rid of some shows over there. Um, let's see. We talked about Doctor Who. Over at Nickelodeon, there was a 500 gigabyte data leak, including unreleased shows and scripts. <laughs> so, oh, it's uh, all of Dan Snyder's feet pics. That he yeah, stole from... <laughs> 500 gigas. That, that's only half. That's like that's yeah. like you know he's got at least a terabyte of feet pics. Yeah, he was creepy. I don't know if you're fully caught up on the Dan Schneider uh, lore. He's a fucking weirdo. Because he had, where in Tarantino had grown women, he had like teenagers. Oh yeah, he, and I mean, yeah. oh yeah, that that the all the Nickelodeon stuff is, yeah, real real bad. It's real fuck, bad. it's fucking bait, dude. Uh, Best up. Let's see. Now you never watched Fargo on FX? Nah. The only top... FX show I ever really watched was um, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Fargo. Fargo's good. Each season is different. Takes place in a different time period, but, but it's also all, kind all of related. related to yeah. like, yeah. you know, like someone's dad is the mm-hmm. main character in the second season, something like that. To- totally worth it. I, I really liked it. They're talking about uh, casting John Hamm in in the next season at Juno Temple. So, I like him. Yeah, John, oh, John Hamm's great. Uh, we'll watch Fargo. Yeah. At some point so, so you watched Sons of Anarchy. How did you like Sons of Anarchy? What were your thoughts? I on liked it? it. I mean, so like any show. Um, you know, it gets kind of ridiculous. Even like a motorcycle show, it's like it gets ridiculous after the first four seasons, where it's kind of like, all right, I'm already four seasons deep in this show, I gotta commit. Um, I thought it was fine. Like I said, the earlier stuff's always better, but I still thought it was a decent enough show. Um, but at the end, it just got kind of you know out there. I felt like by the end of that show, all the characters were, uh, I mean, they weren't redeemable, right? Yeah. Like in the beginning it's like, oh yeah, they're criminals, but they love their family and they're like a family of criminals and you know, so it's like you can you can it's like all right, they're you know but then by the end it's like they're breaking their own rules. They're it's, they're stabbing each other in the back. Know, it's like it's yeah. when Opie died is when everything went to shit. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So spoiler for Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. But but I would say this though, if you like Sons of Anarchy, you should go back and watch The Shield. Because it's a lot of the same people, a lot of the same writers, like a lot, they're they're very closely related. And the Shield for intensity and you know just hardcore. The Shield, the shield is a cop show starring the Commish. You remember the show, the Commish? 
Vaguely. How about the guy that played uh, the thing, Michael Chiklis? Yes. He played the thing yes. in the yes. yeah. So he was he was the main cop in on the shield, and oh, okay. it's it's based on the Rampart uh, cops in L.A. So it's just basically this small team of dirty cops in L.A. And I've never experienced a show like that where the intensity of what's going on just ramps up every season, gets more intense, gets more intense, gets more intense. And it was all good. It never, it never jumped the shark. It ended perfectly. I mean, again, it, you know, I, I would put it on the level of like Breaking Bad for, you know, a good show. I really loved wow. The Shield, but it like super, super intense. So I highly, highly recommend it. But again, you know, now it's like a 20 year old show. So there was the, um, the Sons of Anarchy, there was the sequel series with the, yeah, the Mayans. The Mayans, yeah, I think it was just literally called the Mayans. Yeah, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm interested because I did like Sons of Anarchy, you know, but I just, I don't have cable TV anymore, so you know, I don't bother, you know, I just don't have the time or, or, or inclination to watch it. But I, I mean, yeah, I'd be interested in maybe seeing the, the Mayans one day if it's any good. Did you watch any of that? No, I, so I heard it was fine. I think my my family likes Sons of Anarchy, so they tried watching, um, but 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 Mayans. Um, but they never got into it. Yeah. I mean, I, probably, again, it feels like just more of the same. Okay, it's just a different motorcycle gang. It's like, all right. In the same vein as uh, the Shield, as a sequel, I, I want to try to get into Better Call Saul. I just have to sit down and start it. I haven't done that yet, but I do want to get back, get into that. It's so good. I, I haven't, I'm in the last, we're watching the last season of it now. Um, we just don't ever have time to sit down and watch it. But it, it it's, it's different than Breaking Bad, but yeah. it is... It is still, it is very, very good. A, a little different, but great acting, great stories. Every single episode, that just the, the direction, the camera angles, they're all interesting. It's not just, there are no, like, normal shots. You know, it's not like, it's just, oh, somebody's going to walk in the door, but the camera's, like, on the floor looking up. or You know, like, everything about it makes it different than an everything average show. Purpose. Yeah, and it's, it's so well done. So, yeah, we're almost done with... Um, with the, the the last season, and I I saw something somebody was talking to, uh, you know, Gene Carlo Esposito, and he was saying, you know, you could watch it, you could watch Breaking Bad and then watch Better Call Saul, or you could watch Better Call Saul and then go right into Breaking Bad. Like it's you know, it's okay either way. You know, like you're gonna, it doesn't matter which order you watch them in. Um, again, yeah, just so good. And you know, but you talk about like rewatchability because of the intensity of it. You know, it's like, are you gonna sit down and watch? Uh, you know, like you said. Uh, uh, Oppenheimer again, like it's too intense. Like that's kind of almost how I feel about the Shield. It was like, I it, it wouldn't. I guess it wouldn't have the same intensity now that you know how everything gets resolved. But yeah. uh, you know, but again, watching them all the way through, really, really enjoyed them. I mean, like I think Breaking Bad is one of my favorite shows of all time. I don't think I could watch Breaking Bad again because you know it gets intense at some points. Yeah, and I mean, it, it it's it's a good story. It tells us a, a really good story really well. So it's like, I don't know, it's like, yeah, it's like, but it's also a long time. It's a big time commitment, and you already know all the twists. So it's yeah. like, do you get as much out of it watching that a second time? But like, so it's, it's, it's not the same thing, but like we talk about One Piece. Mm -hmm. Pickle, like my uh, sandwich of sandwich pickle. I, I watched One Piece, and I caught up like a year ago at this point. He's catching up. So I've been watching hundreds of episodes of anime with him every Sunday when we <laughs> hang out. Um 
And that's been a fucking commitment. It's like, oh yeah, this happened. Oh yeah, this happened. But like that show's kind of fun. You can't do that like with serious shows. Like I couldn't watch Sons of Anarchy again. Like I might watch a clip if I feel like seeing something again on YouTube, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna sit there and watch through six seasons of another sh- of a show I've seen already. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, so I think that's interesting because like I've been seeing a lot of like on TikTok, I'll see like Sopranos clips, and you're like, yeah, I could, you know, could I watch the Sopranos again? You know, but I like I don't know if I was I, about if to I could say sit Sopranos for an hour next, for the exact same reason. Yeah. You'll see clips on TikTok, and it's like, yeah, Sopranos was good. And now I'm Sopranos out for the day. It's like, you know what? I watched it once. I got the good stuff. The internet was showing me the good stuff when I need to get a refresher on it. And I'm good for the rest of my life. Yeah. And then so the other one that I keep seeing is Mad Men. Like, I keep seeing Mad Men clips. And I'm like, yeah, it was, my it was a great show. I love that show. I've never, seen, I never uh, seen it. Again, uh, well acted, well acted, interesting stories, you know, well done. Um, I don't know if it, I don't know if you'd be all that into it because it also has you know, there's some nostalgia of the sixties and seventies that may, may be lost on you. Uh, you know, I mean, I was, you know, going to, going to college in the sixties. Right. So, um, but the only thing that I would say about, uh, in the, in the same way that I got annoyed with the characters in sons of anarchy because they just became shitty people and I didn't care about them. I didn't care if anybody on the show lived or died because they were all such horrible people. Yes. You know, and that was my problem in the whole last season like, there's nobody to root for because they're all shitty. Uh, the main character of Mad Men, you know, uh, Don Draper, played by John Hamm, he, he, like, he just, he that character doesn't evolve. He doesn't get any better. He doesn't become a better person or learn a lesson. He's acting the same way in the last season as he did in the first season as a, as a person, you know. So all the characters around him have great arcs and cool stuff happens and stuff, but he doesn't really change. And that was getting annoying by the by the last season. I'm like what the fuck? This is the same guy. He hasn't learned a thing in six seasons. You know, it's like, I want to see some character growth. And so I was starting to get annoying. Again, the last season was pretty good. It, it, it wrapped it up, but I was getting annoyed with it by that point. Yes. So, all right. Think we should go to break. Yeah, let's go to break. All right. Uh, what's we got episode seven thirty eight? What should we call this one? Um, I don't know. <laughs> chess in the front kevin in the back no that's not a good one um the one where kevin is in this only in the second half i don't know all right well we'll figure out a, a name i'm trying to think of a combination of you know we do like west coast scott Witch. i'm trying to yeah. think of a combination of sandwich and big kev big kev Witch. big kev Witch. i don't know big kev Witch. i don't know all right well after these messages we'll be right back with a title. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line 201 730 2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right, here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices, like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh. <clears throat> That's right. 
We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> so call us on the GVM line 201-730-2547 and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff's TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Pottern Family and ACPN, the Art, Comedy, and Pop Culture Podcast Network. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. What the fuck was that? Your sister has turned into a zombie. Hey gang, this is Bruce Campbell, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Ha ha! Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Go fuck yourself. What the fuck was that? It's the Evil Dead! Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the Sandwich Shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your 3 and 3 quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale. Hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, 
tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or convention, and I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month, as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Hey, go. <laughs> That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely palm crisp. That's right. No geek stuff TNG would be complete without palm crisp snack mix. Farm crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know, like parm. Crisp. Yeah, also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios, three grams of net carbs per serving. Net carbs kept? Does that mean that it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar? Yeah, it has diet, it has fiber in it and no added sugar. Because you take the fiber you remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes Palm Crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. Wow, an independent company too. Looking at their website, palmcrisps.com, it says our original blend of Palm Crisps, you can get an everything tub, an original pouch, you can get the ranch snack mix pouch, or sour cream and onion pouch. What's your favorite, I'm Kev? I haven't seen sour cream and onion. What was that? I like I like the original. I like the original, but the ranch one is fine too. I'd like to try sour cream and onion. It's probably very good. Yeah, you could get the variety pack. Oh, looking at all of the ingredients. Oh, uh, you see, sir, I I get them at the Costco in the large size because I eat so many delicious Parm crisps. Oh, looking at the website, let's see what's in the variety pack. You got cheddar, original, jalapeno everything for cheese and sour cream they all sound delicious they are but i don't think they're doing the big what is this 20 ounce i don't think they're doing are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors i don't know for more information on palm crisps go to palmcrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today when you buy them mention geek stuff tng for absolutely no discount Reach right. them at checkout and look like a weirdo. <laughs> Reach out to them at farmcrisp.com and tell them you heard about Farm Crisps from Geek Stuff TNG. All right, so we're back in the second half of the show. We'll do some quick hits, and then we've got the Hasbro uh, rant from Kev uh, at, to, to wrap up the show. Um, so let's do let's do some Disney quick hits because there's a bunch of old Disney articles that I haven't got to yet either. Um, yeah. They removed the, the group watch feature, I guess, Everybody's going back to the office, so they don't need group watch on Disney Plus anymore. Yeah, I guess so. Did, did you ever do that? I don't. I mean, I never used it. I I didn't even know it was a thing. Oh no! Yeah, but you know what it is, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So all right. So group watch is going away. Oh, uh, apparently Bad Bunny's not gonna no longer gonna be in the Sony El Muerto movie. Darn. Every, darn I mean, in heckin'. Yeah. Darn. Everybody was really looking forward to another uh, Spider-Man villain without Spider-Man, <laughs> played by Bad Bunny. I mean, you know. Um, See, I I wish I knew more about Bad Bunny so I could appreciate the fact he's not doing a thing anymore. <laughs> Uh, let's see. the 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 VFX workers unanimously voted to unionize. So I'm maybe shocked. they'll get paid more. No, I'm not. <laughs> lot, lot I'm, I'm shocked they were allowed to unionize. That someone didn't just like assassinate the guy who thought it was a good idea. I'm sure they are working as hard as they can to not let them unionize. But I mean, it is what it is. Let's see. Yeah, let's. I think you say working hard to assassinate the leader. Yeah. Um. Let's see. There were some articles, again, about Iger and Chapek and all the shit that's, that, that went on there. And so, you know, they brought back Bob Iger to, to hopefully try to make Disney better. But um, I read an article that said Iger was, like, in charge of ABC, and he, he helped to fuck up uh, Twin Peaks. So, like, that's just one more thing to hold against Iger. Iger's better than Chapek, you know, paycheck. But, uh, again, I'm letting my Disney, uh, my Disney pass expire, and it's because they are, you know, Giving you asking more and giving you less, including including raising the prices for Hulu, um, and Disney Plus. All of them keep going up. Let's see what else is so in these articles. It was funny when I was uh, getting the um, I had to get Disney Plus for myself. I thought about doing the whole package where I get like ESPN Plus and Hulu Plus and mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Um, I just realized I don't care about Hulu, so. I mean, again, if you want to watch the FX shows, they're on Hulu, right? I mean, so there's there's some good stuff on Hulu, but what was the price difference? Like, what is the price for Disney Plus or Disney Plus with Hulu? Do you remember? It was like eight bucks for me to just get Disney Plus, and it was like seventeen dollars to get the whole bundle. So yeah, I understand I'm getting two more bu- things, but I, I I didn't want to just pay to have them. You know what I'm saying? Like, just pay for the sake of having Hulu and ESPN Plus. I would use ESPN Plus way more than I use Hulu, but I still didn't want to just pay for the sake of paying for it. Yeah. I really, I think the way to do it is, oh, I want to watch, I'm going to go back and watch The Shield. I'll get Hulu for a month, watch The Shield, and then cancel Hulu, right? And just, like, just pay while you're using it and, like, have one streaming service at a time. Watch what you want from that streaming service, then cancel it and go to the next one, you know? Um, Hulu and Disney Plus are going to be sharing a Goosebumps series. Goosebumps. Did you ever read Goosebumps when you were a kid? Uh, a couple of them. I thought it was fine. I saw some of the TV shows when I was a kid. I thought they were fine. I remember the one where the kid turns into a dog at the end of it was like fucked me up a little bit. It's like he turns into a dog and then his dog becomes like the new baby at the house and it's just like a weird dynamic. <laughs> um, that that was weird. I didn't like that one. But um, as a young sandwich, I got scared very easily, so I tried to avoid those things. Oh, that's right. That's goosebumps are scary. Okay. Um. Now, speaking of sports, ESPN, they're going to do some Toy Story real-time thing. Have you seen this for football? They're going to yes, just, like, change I everybody into Toy this. Story characters? Um, it's a real-time alternate telecast of the October 1st game between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Atlanta Falcons, two teams that are not, like, that nobody championship cares about. <laughs> winners. They're decent enough teams, but I think they picked the safest game to do it with. And they're just um, going to have, like... It's just going to make it look like it's toys playing? Yeah, so basically what I imagine is going to be is they're going to just have the telecast and then just CGI over everyone toys. Right. 
like like with a like a like a Snapchat filter. Yeah. Oh my god. What what a weird that, publicity stunt. I imagine that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Other other big news in football. Taylor Swift is dating someone in the NFL, and people lost their mind about it. Mm. Let's let's wait for the song about how what what a dick he is. That's going to sell a uh, million yeah. copies. So like, a, as a football fan, I support the relationship, and I hope they get married and have a wonderful life. But you know, Taylor Swift does make bangers when she breaks up with someone. So <laughs> this could be a big one, folks. Yep. This could be the album of the century. There we go. Uh, let's see what else. Um, Disney's going to stop releasing DVDs and Blu-rays in Australia. So if you're in Australia, you're going to not be able to get hard copies of stuff from Disney anymore. Unless you ship them in. Yeah, but then the aren't, aren't they like a different region? Like, won't our DVDs not work in like Australian DVD players? You, you got is that a yeah? That is a thing, isn't it? It is a thing. I mean, yeah. I think yeah, that's dumb. That sucks. Poor Australia. There's a good amount of there's a lot of people in Australia, right? They're going to cut off that whole market. I don't know. Australia. Got to got to ship them off slow boat to Australia. The the Little Mermaid remake got 16 million views on Disney Plus. Uh, what else do we care about? Oh, did I mention the the lawsuit, the the Magic Key annual pass holder lawsuit? No, tell me more. Tell me more. I mean, it it had to do with one of the things that I complained about was like you you buy a pass that has like if you bought the top tier pass, it was supposed to have no blackout dates. But then if you couldn't get a reservation, that's effectively a blackout date, right? So people were complaining about that. So there's like however many hundreds of thousands of, of dollars. But basically, if you were one of those pass holders, you're going to get like 70 bucks. Like, you know, there you go. big deal. Class action lawsuit, you get 70 bucks from Disney. And they're like, whatever, it falls out of their couch cushions over at Disney. Um, <laughs> they shook out their pants when they got home and they had 70 bucks. I mean, that's it. So, um, let's see. Oh, here's another another good show. Uh Homicide, Life on the Street. I think you can watch that on uh, Hulu or Disney Plus. That was a great show, a great Ooh. cop show. Um, oh, and the Last of Us showrunner is developing a Pirates of the Caribbean reboot. So we're going to start over. We're not going to continue the old Pirates of the Caribbean, but maybe we're going to reboot it. And yeah, I mean, which sucks because Captain Jack was cool. Now anything else will just be like, where's Captain Jack? Yeah. And let's see, Beyond the Spider-Verse... Loses its release date to Craven, and it's all been delayed. So, Beyond the Spider Verse is going to be the third one, right? Yes. Which, if now I want to check on that because if there's if this article is saying, oh no, Craven got backed up too. Okay, Sony movies got pushed back. Right. Oh, because the strikes, the strikes mess everything up. Okay, fair. Okay, I thought because I just misheard that. I thought you were saying Craven bumped out. Beyond the Spider-Verse, I was going to say, what the fuck do you think Craven's going to do at the box office? They're going to bump Spider-Man. But, no, the, the strikes are ruining everything, so that's what's happening here. Yeah. So here's an article that says, Terminal Television, Why the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a Massive TV Failure. So, do we think that, is it superhero fatigue, or is the quality gone down, or both? Or, like, oh. too much of it on TV instead of movies, so it's not an excitable big event anymore. Now it's just a TV show. It's bringing down the, the prestige of it. There's constant content, and it's fatigue. It's lower quality. Like, Marvel was great for years because you had, like, four movies to look forward to. Mm-hmm. 
And then in the and then at the end of Endgame, it was cool because it was like, okay, you're at Endgame, you had the Spider-Man, and it's like, okay, here's WandaVision. Here's this. But like they took their time still. Now it just feels like there's a constant revolving door of shit. I am behind on so many things. I gotta like just looking at Disney Plus, I have to finish Captain Marvel. I still haven't done that yet. I have to You mean Ms. Marvel? Ms. Marvel. Yes. Yeah, okay. Finish Ms. Marvel. I have to in theory Loki's coming out. I have to what the hell else? Um I had to actually finish Eternals. I forgot I hadn't finished that. I have to do Werewolf by Midnight. I have to do all of Secret Invasion. Um, you know, we have another the Marvels coming out in November. Uh Loki season two comes out next month. It's like it doesn't stop almost. And then there's probably something Christmas related. Right. That for some horrible reason will be important. So Plus Ahsoka. Plus Ahsoka. I gotta finish Ahsoka. I'm behind on Ahsoka. I'm a couple, couple episodes, episodes at this point. Yeah. I'm I'm a little behind on Ahsoka. Again, I like I like Ray Stevens very much. Like I just yes. like I think like that's what you were saying. Like I and again I don't know how it's gonna end, if he's gonna survive or if his character's gonna survive or die, but I mean, yeah, I would like to see more of him because I'm enjoying, you know. I like his character a lot. I would love for it to continue somehow. I just don't know how. Yeah. Maybe they'll animate something and bring him back into it. But, but I mean, this is already the live-action version of the animated stuff, so I don't know that there'll be more animated uh, stuff there. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's do this. Let's uh, let's transition into uh, the big Kev Hasbro rant, and then we'll come back and uh, wrap up the show. Yep. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Stupid fucking garbage! Why? Why? And now it's another Kev Hasbro rant. Some bullshit. Bullshit, I say! Geek Stuff TNG. You know, when I was calling out Hasbro and Toy Biz on their bullshit, it wasn't fashionable to do so. Now, there is a whole YouTube industry dedicated to bashing everything Hasbro does. Like, everything. Like, even the stuff they probably don't deserve to get bashed for. Now, we just had PulseCon this past Friday where there was a lot of reveals, although not really. Um, And there are some things that we should talk about. Such as? Well, first, I mean, first and glaringly first, I think, during the Marvel Legends panel, they revealed that they are doing another wave of Spider-Man No Way Home figures. And this time... They will include the unmasked portraits of Tobey Maguire and 
and Andrew Garfield. Even though they put out an overpriced three-pack of those figures without those heads, I mean, quite a while ago, it went, it, I think it came out quite a while ago. Um, but of course, if you want the unmasked heads, you now have to buy the figure again. And you get less hands. So, I just don't understand how they continue to do this. And then they go on PulseCon and they say, well, listen, you know, at the time, you know, we didn't know that we were going to be able to blah or whatever they, whatever, whichever one of them, I can't even separate them anymore. Uh, whoever it was on the crew that said that, you know, I think should have a, a level of shame because they should have just waited if that was the case. And you know what they did in order to get Andrew Garfield? I, what, I, what I'm gathering is that Andrew Garfield did not sign over his likeness for Far From Home or, or No Way Home. So they actually branded the figure that's coming out as Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because they have his likeness rights for Amazing Spider-Man 2, but they don't have it from No Way Home. So they're just doing a licensing, you know, so, kind so, of sleight of hand. Yeah, just kind of screw, screwing over Andrew Garfield then, basically. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. And, uh, yeah, so there's that. And I think that was the most glaring thing. Well, certainly one of the most glaring things about the whole presentation was, was that little tidbit. Also, the, um, the Tom Holland figure will actually not be a re-release of the No Way Home. It'll be the final suit from the, the final moments of the film, the handmade suit that he wears at the end, that's the figure they'll release uh, when this wave comes out. Um, so there you go. Also, two deluxe figures of note. One is the Green Goblin with the Willem Dafoe unmasked head. You know, so I'm talking No Way Home. So he has that little hood the little eye goggles I think that go on he looks great there'll be a Doc Ock also um, you know that that also looks really good so there's that um, so, so that was kind of um, that other uh, uh, other news in the Marvel panel is that they announced a what can only be described as a ultimately random comic book wave um, the two characters of note in there are Power Princess, which is not the final member of the Squadron Supreme that they have been doing in two packs, but certainly I'm guessing what they're going to call the end of that team, even though there are other characters. She's in that wave. And also Chris Star, for all of you toy fans of the 80s, Crystar, the saga of the Crystal Warrior, which apparently is still owned by Marvel because they did the comics. So they're doing a Crystar figure in a Marvel Legends line, which I thought was interesting. Um, the other figures were kind of 
you know, forgettable. I think Savage Namor was one. A version of Namorita, which is Namor's cousin that nobody wants. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Kev. The Build-A-Figure is the Void. Kev, you're, you're breaking yeah. up just a little bit. Go back to right before you said Savage Namor and say that again. The rest of the line is is kind of who cares. Savage Namor, Namorita, which is his cousin, but a version that nobody wants. Black Panther, uh, I another Vision. Uh, uh, I can't remember what one of the new warriors. I don't even remember which one. And the build a figure is the Void. You know who again? It, it's such a it's kind of a deep cut that probably nobody will know. So who cares? Um, and so that was kind of your Marvel Legends. Star Wars Black Series, they showed two figures. Two from Ahsoka. Balin Skull and Shin Hati. So those are the two sort of bad guys, if you will. Ray Stevenson, the late Ray Stevenson's character um, and his apprentice. So that was it on Star Wars Black Series. And a bunch of pipeline reveals that don't make any sense. Um, what else was there? Power Rangers is clearly going away because they haven't announced really anything, except that I think the show is ending, I think, for good. And that's what I took away from that presentation. Uh, what else? No Indiana Jones. There was uh there was Transformers. There always is, but I don't know anything about it, so you know can't hold me to it. Uh, what does that leave? GI Joe was far and away the best presentation, far and away the most stuff announced. Um, and you know a lot of it looked really great. So it's a lot of stuff there to look forward to. Am I forgetting something? Star Wars, Marvel, GI Joe. Power Rangers, Indiana Jones, which is obviously dead. Uh, oh, that's it, right? That's all on Marvel's or Hasbro's line, right? I think so. I think so. So, hey, I had a couple a couple of questions about some of those. First of all, Chris Dar, I sent I sent you something where some guy was talking about that. That's obscure, but that's like you you're aware of that character, didn't you? Like that character. I did. I liked the toys, actually, back in the day. I thought they were cool. But it's not a wheelhouse. Technically, it would not be a wheelhouse, but I'm still getting it. He's a soft focus. Okay. So so Chris Starr, no. the Crystal Warrior, is a soft focus. No, 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 no. It's only if I decided to, uh, you know, get and complete. You know, what's interesting about collecting some of those 80s lines like Chris Star is a good example visionaries is a good example um you know there's probably one or two more dungeons and dragons that's a good example they're finite there's so many of them and then you're done so it's something that i could conceivably at some point go you know what i want to collect Chris Star, and i probably could do the bulk of it in no time at all. So it's not like a long-term, I have to be invested. You know what I mean? It's not like collecting 
like Joker as a wheelhouse or the Rocketeer, although those are those those are hardly comparable. But, you know, it's not like that. It's not that level of investment. It's kind of like, okay, there were 15 items in the Chris Star line. And once you get the 15 items, unless they put out new stuff like this Marvel Legends figure, you're done. And they display not, and then, you know, but you have options, Scott. You have options. You can go, okay, I'm going to get everything loose. And when you get everything loose, you can go, okay, I'm going to get everything packaged. You know, that, that could be what you decide is a complete collection. You also could decide when you have everything loose that it's a complete collection. But the point is, is that it's finite either way. And so it wouldn't be a wheelhouse um, or a focus. There must be, there must, we must create a new term, you know, for something that is finite like that, you know, and you can't say a collection because that, that still feels open-ended, you know, a set might be, might be the right term. I don't know. That's something we'll have to explore. Uh, when we have the three of us together to explore it. Or what do you think? Give us a call at the GBM line. 201. I don't know it. I don't know it by heart. Oh, you, you got me in trouble because okay. the kid's not here. Let me, hold on. I can do it. 201-730-2547. I think that's correct. That is correct. I think. Uh, and let us know, what do you think a closed collection like that what 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 should that be called in the realm of collecting you know there, there's got to be a term we, we got to coin a term for something that is finite like that where you can get all of it. i mean you still have options open loose both uh but what is it you know what, what what would be a term that would cover that and again, there's some good examples. You also, when you call the GBM line. 201-730-2547. You could also let us know what you think some of those licenses or lines might be. I said a few already. Tristar, Visionaries, Dungeons and Dragons. What do you what do you think? Are there some other ones? I know there are. I'd like to know. We'd like to know what you think about that. So give us a call. And let us know. And that's, uh, what were your other questions? So, so I, I saw, I think it was, I felt like it was on the, the rectangular uh, Instagram, that person that always has a lot of uh, Marvel Legends stuff. So I saw the Power Princess, and I mean, she looks like Wonder Woman in a black costume to me. The Squadron Supreme is basically um, the JLA ripoff in the Marvel Universe. Basically, alternate universe DC characters kind of thing. I mean, yeah. So I'm looking at I'm looking at different images, and yeah, there's a guy that looks like Batman. Prince Power Princess looks like Wonder Woman. Who else we got? Who's their Superman? Hyperion. Hyperion is the Superman uh, analog. Yes. Okay. All right. That's what. Yeah. Like I said, I just I saw the I saw the uh, the action figure. The, the Marvel Legends figure, and I'm like, and then, but yep. I'm like, why would Wonder Woman be in a Marvel Legends? So that's where I was confused, but now it makes sense that she is a ripoff of Wonder Woman. So, 
no, they all are ripoffs of DC characters. You know, that's that's basically what it was created to do. So, but their twelve issue series that came out in the eighties was brilliant. I think that's the group that I like. That's the that's the squadron stream that I like. So there's actually still a few members from that particular. I mean, there have been different iterations because you know. Every time we want to use them and we need to fit it to the story that we're writing, we create a new universe, you know, said uh, stupid former editor-in-chiefs of Marvel. Uh, what's his name? Joe Quesada. Joe Quesada. Yeah. Joe Quesada said to me, continuity should never get in the way of a good story. You tell serialized stories, Joe. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So, right. So, Power Princess, yeah. So, any other uh, questions? The G.I. Joe panel, I thought, was really, really great. Um, and I guess of no were actually two YouTubers. The one guy is a pretty well-known Transformer YouTuber. The other one is Dan Larson, who does Secret Galaxy. If you've never seen his YouTube channel, you should definitely check it out. Although, and I have to be honest, I did lose a tiny bit of respect for a guy who publicly told Hasbro to go fuck itself, who is now hosting PulseCon. <laughs> yes, that's right. You can look it up. Dan Larson, you know, either he said Hasbro stuff was shit or told to fuck themselves or whatever he did uh, a little bit ago. And now he's hosting their PulseCon event. So draw from that what you will. I did lose a, I lost a little respect for him, but not for the work that he does because his channel is brilliant brilliant mini documentaries on all aspects of geek culture go check it out because it's every one of them is a worthwhile watch i've watched i've watched dan larson talk about topics i wasn't interested in and was interested in hearing him talk about them and, and the history and, and the way that they do things so you should definitely check out secret galaxy so there's that uh other than that that Emily person at Hasbro is an embarrassment to the company. And I don't understand why they don't see it. You know, I just don't get it. They literally, she was literally on camera more than the hosts of the program because she is in marketing on all, she's marketing for Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, they did do Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, no toys at all. They only talked about books, like D&D &D books, which I thought was really weird for them to do on a Hasbro Pulse. She's doing D&D, &D, G.I. Joe, uh, Power Rangers. Uh, I feel like there was another one. She wasn't on Marvel. She wasn't on Star Wars. And I don't think she was on Transformers, but I feel like she was there a bunch of times more. Or maybe she was just there that amount of times, but 
she's so annoying and so fake that you just kind of wish she wasn't there at all. And so when she is there, it's kind of annoying and glaring. I don't know. Maybe that's right. So anyway. Uh, all right. So that's my thoughts on Hasbro Pulse Con 2023. Um, not quite the utter embarrassment that it could have been, but still not really, not really getting it. Hasbro still tone deaf in a lot of ways to the fans, but yet they, you know, they brand themselves where fans come first, you know, and I don't see how fans come first before money in this case, but whatever. Oh, they did update Giant Man. They've started. Hold on. Say that again. I'd not be surprised. Hold on. You said they started Giant Man. I then say it again. They updated the current HasLab Giant Man. They're already adding things in because they haven't funded yet. And I think they're still sitting about halfway in. And I honestly, I, I think it will fund, but I would not be surprised if it did. I mean, is that a so, big enough character? I mean, big enough, huh? No pun intended. I mean, do people care about Giant Man that much? On the anniversary of the Avengers, which is what they have been celebrating, I get it. I get it. I get this was the right time to do it. It's And the reasoning for the size is correct. And it's a great looking figure. All of that is true. It just didn't need to be a HasLab. They're selling Transformers at that price range at where they and, and in fairly big boxes at retail. Mattel is selling dinosaurs that are bigger, bigger than Giant Man when assembled. And they're selling it at retail and for less money, but still up there, hundred and, uh, and change for those big brontosaurus things that are four feet long or three feet long or whatever the hell they are. This didn't need to be a HasLab. This is this is goes back to the argument of what is HasLab's purpose? And right now it seems like HasLab's purpose is to take money for a year in advance. You know, one presumes to collect interest on it and then put out the figure. So yeah, it's, like, it's like a float. It's just it, they're just floating the cash for a year. It's kind of like a float, yeah. But the more important thing is HasLab was created for dream projects. The barge is a dream project. You know, the ghost may qualify as a dream project. Galactus dream project. You know, Sentinel, probably a dream project that couldn't have been at retail. You know, and, and other things. The point is that this isn't it. This isn't 
a dream project. This could have been done at retail. So I think that's what the hesitation is. And will it fund maybe right at the end? Probably. Will they still throw something else in there at the end? Probably. You know, I, I really honestly don't know. The, uh, the You know, the unlocks of the additional face plates, you know, that make him a zombie and the different head that makes him a scroll and they're they're throwaway. They're 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 nothing. So I don't know. I don't know. The the, the jury's out. I'll be sur- I, I won't be surprised either way, but I am interested to see what happens. So there you go. So that is actually all of my thoughts, more or less, without going into great detail. I mean, we could go into GI Joe detail all day. But we won't. We'll just say it was a good presentation. You know, not perfect, but good. And they're showing good stuff. I wish they would finish the original 13. That would be great. Uh, But other than that, I like what they showed more or less. And there you go. It it seems like you you feel like G.I. Joe is where Hasbro is doing the best. And, it is their best line. Yeah, and then and then is is it is it like GI Joe and then Star Wars and then uh, no. Marvel or is Mar- no Star Wars is the worst, the one they're 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 failing at the most. Yeah, and and Power Rangers is about to get uh, is about to be finished. Jason David Frank thing. It's like the last toy that he worked on. It's like some kind of I don't know. Is it a watch or something? Oh, it's the like morpher. It forward and it's the it's how you turn into a power thing. Yeah. yeah, that. Do you want one of those? And I guess it's uh, cool. It's definitely cool. I'm definitely interested with, in it, but I mean, I don't know. It comes with coins. Yeah, you get used the coins. Coin. Yeah, it, for for the old power, the original Power Rangers, you put a coin in the thing, and then you you, you basically do a little dance, and then you turn into a Power Ranger. For the sake of super ease and not explaining all the the uh what's the word for it? The intenseness of it. I don't know. Well it has a little it has a stone base and like all these coins and it's his voice and he oh, that's recorded cool. it before it did some shit. I don't know. I thought of you when they were talking about it. You should check it out. I'm gonna I'm trying to I'm on the Hasbro pulse. I'm trying to look at all the con stuff and I can't find anything this is not clickable <laughs> why would you do this i make up this whole page to land on and just make nothing accessible because it's hasbro just Idiotic. google Pulse. okay no i found it the master morpher premium collectible sold out already <laughs> makes sense i think it was an exclusive was it an exclusive it doesn't say unless I'm missing it somewhere. Okay. Yeah, you know, all those sixty-five bucks. And it's just the pre-order, so the pre-order item will be ship. Oh yeah, so it's all pre-order. Limit two. All right. I mean, it looks cool. It's definitely interesting. I would have liked it, but I mean, I know hard to get. Star Killer from the um, Star Wars 
Black Series. That looks cool, actually. Yeah, well, at $110 for three oh, figures. Oh, no, it doesn't look cool anymore. What the fuck? They can suck a dick. They're still in stock, right? Yes. Also, his face mold looks fucking horrible. <laughs> um, There's a bunch of face plates, that's why, or, or heads. Okay, yeah, because the one I'm seeing here looks god-awful. And the other two figures are just fucking stormtroopers. Yeah, that was a exclusive. Everybody wants Star Killer, so they're like, "Fuck them, 110 bucks," and we'll throw in a couple of troopers and some effects. Fucking bullshit. Indiana Jones was dead on arrival. Once that movie failed, that was the end of that line. And even if it wasn't, because they refused to do Nazi characters from previous movies, that line was dead in the water. They won't do Mola Ram because of the heart thing. So that they, they won't do that character. They won't do, you know, the thuggy guards because it's insensitive. You know, like that line was dead in the water. You know, before it even started, that line was dead. And so there's that. And then uh what am I forgetting? Transformers just continues to tick on and on you know so there's nothing to be said there but that's still a good line it's just not one of their top uh i don't i don't think it's one of their top three or maybe it is now because it's definitely doing better than star wars you know i mean star wars is just like hanging on barely it seems you know you just had a pulse cod where Hasbro showed two six-inch figures, and that's it. You know, they've been screaming for years for more six-inch background characters. And, you know, the way they went into those characters, you know, in the early 2000s, where they were just like, is there a character in a scene we haven't made yet? Make it. It's what they want collectors but in six inch and they just won't do it you know they just don't get it tone deaf as usual so they're killing what was the greatest toy line in history they're just slowly killing so there you go all right well, how much time do we have with you today sir that is my that is my hasbro report from the road. From the road, and then you're going to get back on the road? I'm going to get back on the road. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for the for the Hasbro Report. We appreciate it, sir. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to appear on your program. <laughs> and next, next time we hear you, will it be live and direct from, uh, from the East Coast, and then shortly thereafter, live and direct from the floor of New York Comic Con in booth sure. 1944? 1944, yes, and we'll have announcements very soon. All right, we're looking for the, forward to those announcements. I think they're going to be exciting. All right, take care. All right. Anywho, mm -hmm. I'll let you guys go. I'm going to lose signal here any second. All right. All right, thanks, Kev. Bye. Thank you, sir, and that was Kev's product Hasbro review. Thanks. All right, not too much left. Let's do some video game news uh, now that Kev is back on the road. Um Blizzard bans 250,000 Overwatch cheaters. 
and says yes. that AI analyzes voice chats and is warning naughty players, and that can often correct n- bad behavior immediately. How do you yeah. cheat? How do so, you cheat? The wonderful thing about this is that that's all the player base of Overwatch Two now, because Blizzard fucked up Overwatch Two, so banning all of their player base is just horrible. <laughs> but it's great at the same time because fuck Blizzard, um, those greedy bastards who Overwatch Two was a fucking disgrace of a game, and I mean it's a good thing AI I guess claiming up for the for the, pe- the the nice people who are on the game playing it, but. Overwatch 2 was a fucking disgrace because they had all these sexual abuse allegations and Blizzard had all these allegations coming out. And then in the middle of all of it, they're like, you know what? You know what will make them forget about all of this? If we announce Overwatch 2. So they announced it and then they they pushed it out super quick. They shut down Overwatch 1 completely. And like, it's going to be a brand new game. We're going to give you everything you want. We're going to have a campaign. We fixed the multiplayer. And then once they had the game out, there wasn't a campaign yet. And then like a year after it came out, they're like, okay, hey, sorry, guys, we're not doing the campaign. (laughs) Oh, so you shut down the old game to cover up the sexual abuse allegations and promise us this other stuff and said, listen, I know we're shutting down this old game, but we're going to give you all these wonderful things. And then said, ew, sorry, guys. No. (laughs) Sorry about that. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Did you did you need that? Did you want that? Mm, sorry. New skin? Season <laughs> pass? Uh how about some microtransactions? Could I interest you in yes. some more microtransactions? Yes. Would you like your cowboy to have a different kind of hat? Right. <laughs> All right. That's so let's a lot see. to say about that. All right. How about Anime Alley? Let's see. <laughs> so so what studio Ghibli? Is that is that like that's just an anime studio? That's like Princess Mononoke and Spirit Away and all that stuff. Ponyo. That's that 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 company, that uh, animation studio produced all those films or released all those films. And then Hayao Miyazaki is he the is he the like director of those the writer of those who is that? I believe so. If I'm not losing my mind, yeah, he is the guy is the one who made all the wonderful uh you know animations animes that have been released by Ghibli. He's like the guy. Okay. So then I guess he released his last film and they didn't even put any fanfare. It was called The Boy and the Heron. Yes. And I didn't then, even know it came out honestly. Yeah, until that's, recently. That's what it said. They didn't they didn't do any kind of, they just no, it's out and like they didn't um they didn't like promote it at all. So, I mean, there you go. Yeah. So, if anybody saw the last Heron, you know, it was in theaters. And then, what else we got? And then, is the la- the last Airbender is done? Like the final chapter? Did it air? Oh, so so, I looked at the article. What that was is talking about how the finale, which came out like a decade ago, was good. <laughs> all right. Well, I, all right. So let's wrap this up. We had uh, we had our. You know, in the old days, the wrap-up used to repeat everything that they said, but we don't do that anymore. We just say, uh... Wait, what did we used to do? We used to wrap up everything we said Mm -hmm. and quick hit it in a way so that basically you could listen to the end of the show at the end of the show? What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We would never do that. We would never do that. We would never do this. We would just say, uh, be sure that you're following the show on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and it's GeekStuffTNG and all those places, as well as the Patreon where you can support the show. 
Um, be sure if you're heading out to New York Comic Con to find us in booth 1944. So I think we were seeing a different booth in previous episodes, but it has been confirmed and moved to 1944 at New York Comic Con and be ready for some great announcements coming soon. Today, uh, I wonder if they changed it on the website for Comic-Con yet. I, I think it has been updated. when we first seen it. I'm sure it's been updated. If you have any comments you'd like to give us a call, try the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And you can also send us an email. At geeksoftng at gmail.com. Look for our fearless leader when he's not on the road or traveling back to the East Coast to participate in New York Comic-Con. You can find him as BK Geek Stuff on twitter and instagram or over on the xbox where sandwich refuses to play fortnite with him it's big kev gs yes and sandwich what about yours uh you can find me on instagram and not fortnite at fat dumbledore f-a-t-d-o-m-b-l-e-d-o-r-e and i am your intrepid uh producer west coast scott you can find me as pi day scott p-i-d-a-y-s-c-o-t-t on instagram and twitter and with that we will bring this episode to a close. Episode 738. Kev's in the second half for a little bit. <laughs> to a close. The way we bring some shows, or the way we end some shows by saying... Good night, David McCollum. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.
Okay, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day.